welcome to episode 74 of Movies and Us. I'm TJ. And I am Marcus. And this is the radio show that reviews genre movies from the beginning sometimes. Just trying to get through it today. <laughs> what? Just letting Marcus get it all out of his system. It's out, it's out of my system. I'm just enjoying this so much. All right. So we made it to 2012, 2011. We're in 2011 now, right? 2011. Yeah. 2011. And, and our first superhero movie of 2011 is the animated adaptation of All-Star Superman. It was directed by Sam Liu, written by Dwayne McDuffie, which apparently this was his last writing project before his death. Jesus, how did he die? Suicide or something? No, I don't think so. I think he was just... Um, oh, that's upsetting. Complications for emergency heart surgery. Yeah. That's a bitch. Yeah. Uh he was he wasn't that old either, so forty nine. Yeah. The day after his forty ninth birthday. Yep. Wow. And um All right, Pete McDuffie. And this movie was released the day after his death, so Jesus Jesus. Yeah. So that's a sad thing, but you know, what are you gonna do? I'm looking at his tributes now. They have a lot of films in the two thousand twelves and fifteens are dedicated to him, have like little tributes to him, so that's that's nice. Yeah. He's yeah, a little so. bit of a prolific writer. I don't. Um, I think he was mostly known for um, like animated stuff. So yeah, it says a twenty twelve, the Ben Ten Ultimate Alien final episode, quote the Ultimate Enemy Part Two end quote. The crew of the series dedicated the episode in memory to his in his credits. That's pretty, even Ben Ten. Huh. Yeah, like I think he uh, he did some right. He did writing on Static Shock. That's what it says. Yep. Yep. And like Justice League Unlimited and stuff uh-huh. like that. So yeah, he's pretty prolific in the time. It's a shame. But, you know. Yeah, and one of our future films we're going to review, they uh, says there's dedicated to him and some of the credits as well, so he'll pop up again. Yep, this has been produced by Bruce Tim, Alan Burnett, and Sam Register. We've heard those names a bunch now. That's right. Remember, I remember riffing on riffing on uh, Register's name. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Uh, we got it stars James Denton, uh, Christina Hendricks, Anthony Lapugliglia, Ligia. Edward Asner, so he's still around. Who the hell did he play? Harry White. White, okay. Francis Conroy, Linda Cardellini, Kathy Cavadini, Steve Bloom, prolific voice actor. Uh, Oba Babatunde? Yeah, man, good job. <laughs> There's no way. Babatunde, I would never have gotten that. Baba, oh, maybe Babatunde, I would have said, I think. Tunde. I only said day because of the accent over the E. Yeah, you're, you know literary, literary, you know literary, literary rules. <laughs> I can't say the f- word. Anyway, stars also stars Chris Cox, Alexis Denisov. Alexis Denisov. He's actually in Avengers. And one of your favorite shows, TJ. He's from Angel. And? Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There you go. Yeah, I had to think. Was he in Buffy? Yeah, he was in Buffy. Yeah. And the reason I know is I'm looking at his uh, credits. I don't, I don't know the dude at all. Yeah, no, he's he was uh, Thanos's henchman. You can't tell it's him. He's all in makeup and stuff. He's like one of his, the alien, the main alien henchman in Avengers. Oh, the little small dude uh, with the no no nose and the yeah, I think the so. Wizard guy. Yeah, well, I don't believe that really. Yeah. I'm looking at his credits. I see the Avengers in 2012. I see Guardians of the Galaxy as the other. He plays the other. Yeah. Do this. Nice not credited in the uh, end game. No, slash. I said Avengers. <laughs> he got I think he got killed off in Guardians. Wait a second. Who the what Aven- I'm thinking of the other guy then in the last Avengers ones. 
Yeah, no, he's the first henchman. I think the what? guy with the hammer and guardians kills him. First henchman. We'll get to what we got. I do not remember this henchman, but we'll get to yeah. that. Yes. And then you know, you got John DiMaggio, Jake the dog himself, and Bender. He did uh, not sound like himself. I was happy. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna hear like two lines in it, but yeah. yeah <laughs> I was like to say, I, <laughs> he's not prolific in it. So then we have Robin Atkin Downs, Michael. Go, who sounds familiar. I don't know why he sounds familiar. Diablo series. Oh, he was... Deckard Kane. He was Gopher in the Woody and Pooh franchise. Yep. <laughs> Maybe that's why I know him. Uh, Matthew Gray Gubbler. Goobler? Uh, Finn Ola Hughes. Kevin Michael Richardson's Fred Tedesore. And Arnold Vosloo. You know who that is? Which one? Arnold Fuslow. No idea. He was the mummy in The Mummy. Oh. The Brendan Fraser of The Mummies. Yeah, that's cool. Dark Man 3. Was he in the Titan? No, he's not Titanic. That's the other guy. But yeah, fascinating. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's a pretty stacked cast. Very stacked cast. And, uh... Good voice acting, in my opinion, too. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. No, nothing, no one was so distracting, in my opinion. And that's why I think good voice acting is. I thought the voice acting was distracting, but not from the acting, and I'll get to it. The dialogue, probably. It's just the tone of the entire movie. Yes. I know. I think I know you're going with it. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, movie is 76 minutes long, and I guess I'll do this so we can go right in, so we can segue into the box office. It made four million in DVD sales, two million in Blu-ray sales, for a total of seven million. Seven million worldwide in video sales. Fun fact, there not being any video sales kills the like the media market and shit. So what? that's why a lot of sh- no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that little rampage. Ramp, so what did ramp. you just say? I missed it. I was gonna say like the, the 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 lack of like home release sales nowadays is why things go to streaming, obviously. That's why we see the lack of like middle store middle like budget stories nowadays. Oh right, yeah. So like Goodwill hunting and shit like that. You never see that in theaters ever again. It kind of goes to streaming, but everything gets lost in streaming nowadays. Yeah, I, I'm, so. a, I'm a proponent of the physical media myself. So yes, as convenient as streaming is, I I watch it all the time. So I can't. I'm not gonna be like a hypocrite. I do argue to buy shit for sure. Well, not not. I'm not only advocating for like sales. Like I'm a collector. Mm-hmm. So like I like to have the physical thing in my hand. That's why I every time we cover one of these superhero movies, I have the Blu-ray or the DVD. Well, I just like the fact. I mean, I like collecting too. I'm wrong, but I also like the fact that once you have it, you have it. It's not going to get cycled yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's not going to go. Yeah, I think site can't go down. I can't have my shit. Like right, that's you, that's my like, whole problem with it. That's my whole problem with um, especially in gaming, uh, like always online gaming uh, and these multiplayer games. You buy a game with a disc, and then five years from now, and the servers go down. You can't play that game anymore. What, what's, the, what's the oh, point? That drives me crazy. I I don't want. I hate when I get a game. I don't buy games anymore, obviously. But like when I get a game, I have to download it into the thing. Like I have the CD right here. I'd have to download it. Like I just want to play. I just want to play the damn game. So yeah, it's cool to have online shit, but it's just I feel there's too many like drawbacks. It is. There's just no drawbacks. I, I don't mind it as long as digital media, as long as physical media is still there. You know what yes. I mean? I don't like the the trend that we're heading to phase in and out. Yes. Yes. I hate on laptops. I have a laptop. I have a Mac. I'm not going to say that. I have a laptop that has like, it's getting rid of its slots. So to play DVDs, I have to buy a DVD extended thing. Like, give me the f- slots. I can put it on my goddamn laptop and watch right. it. Yeah, I know. Although I did <sighs> buy, I had to buy one for my PC, for my PC too. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, the DVD drive is like ten bucks. That small attachment. 
So. No, for you, yes, I do a different. I do the big name brand. Unfortunately, that's only compatible with big name brand things. You know what I'm oh, talking about, right? Oh, and yeah. So okay. the ten dollar thing is like a sixty dollar thing. Like, are you kidding no, me? No, I I do not support. Yes, your, I have to say <laughs> your crappy business practices. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, like you can't no matter- take something off and sell me it as a side for extra. Look, mm. what flaws? Like it's ah. Oh. I don't care how much better things run on it. If you dis, dis, purposely design something to break in five years, so you're forced you to buy another one or take key features out, so you have to buy the upgrades for it. Fuck you! I'm not giving you my business. Honestly, when I got, I saw the box and I saw a thing like that. I was like, do I really want to buy? It? I almost not. I almost did not buy this thing because of that reason. Like, do I really want it that badly? I thought I thought it, but yeah, no, I hate. I refuse. Yeah. Let's get off our grumpy old man <laughs> rants. Let's go to the box office of 2011. I got to find this. You're going to have to do a set of numbers that doesn't have a movie in it. I know. Well, we'll talk about it next week, but the top X amount of slots, the top 10, there's no, uh, there's no, uh, what should we call it? Superhero movies in the top 10. Really? Yep. The first superhero lands at 15. So they wow. just cracked it. I know, right? That is super surprising. So thinking about, should I do the top ten now? Thinking about it, or should I wait until the superhero comes out? If there's out? no superhero, if we're not covering any of those movies, you can if you want. Sure. Let's go to number ten. Cars 2. Two. Yeah. First one's okay. The second one, not it. That's the At- one with the truck as a spy, right? Yes. Because there's three of them. That's I the think. stupid so, one yeah. starring the Larry the Cable Guy one, right? <laughs> Mater. Yeah. Ugh, so garbage. <laughs> At number nine, a less garbage movie, I guess, is The Smurfs. I have never watched a live action adaptation of an 80s cartoon, and I refuse to. You're smart for that, TJ. (laughs) (laughs) Like very smart. I have fond memories of The Smurfs cartoon from the 80s. That's that's a cool kid show, but man, I will not do it. Because always, like, the way they adapt them is, like, the most bizarrely stupid Hollywood way. That like why like who's that for? Who are you selling this to? They just wanted the actor in there so they could sell yes. the actors. It's and it was stupid. I think it was was it Neil Patrick Harris at the time? I think I don't remember. Doesn't Pretty matter. Sure it, was him. it doesn't matter, man. And the fact that that it, it did that well make top ten. <sighs> All kids are stupid. Uh, yeah. So number eight, The Hangover Part Two. I seen the first one. First one's good. The second one's a copy of it, so it was like subpar. Yeah, number seven. That's all, I can, that's all I had to say about that one. Same. Number seven, Fast Five. I don't think... I, I think... I know i definitely seen the first one. <laughs> but I don't know if I've seen a single one past it. I might have... I, I don't... I might have seen the second one. I have seen the first. A little bit of it. I've seen the second one. I've seen Tokyo Drift. I did not see four. I think I saw Fast Five, but like years later after it was released. Skip six, saw seven. I've seen a lot of them. Wow. Yeah, you, you're a fan, huh? I do enjoy They get dumber and dumber. I enjoy that aspect. Like, the last one I saw was, I think, Fast 8, Fate of Furious. Yeah. And um, there was, like, no street racing. There was, like, one street racing scene in the whole movie. Didn't they, like, spin that off into another series? The Hobbs and Shaw series. Oh, there is? Oh, a... one, yeah, one movie, Hobbs and Shaw. It's good. So stupid. <laughs> okay. It's just dumb action flicks. Like, I like this. It's just, I'm eating my popcorn and turn my brain off. This is great. Gotcha. At number six, Kung Fu Panda 2. Never saw them. They're enjoyable movies. I just watched the first one last night. Really good. Holds up. 
<laughs> Number five, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Mission, I never saw any Mission Impossible. I know. I just Every time you say that, fucking blows my mind. I've seen every James Bond movie, though. Weirdo. Number four, The Twilight Saga. Except for the last one. Um, who's the last one? The last... Spectre? No. The last Daniel Craig one. No, I, you know what? I don't think... Maybe I didn't see the last one, because the last one I seen was the... Or, I want to say Fortress of Solitude, but the S one. <laughs> you know what I'm... Solace? Quantum of Solace. Quantum Solace. The guy, you like, missed like three of them, I think, then. Four or three yeah, of them. That was the last one I saw. That's a bad one. I was doing the writer's strike. It's not good. Uh, yeah, number four, The Twilight Saga. Saga? Twilight Saga. Breaking Dawn Part well, That's a title. The Twilight Saga colon Breaking Dawn dash part one. Is that f- it. That's, that's, that's so much to it in my title. Which one is that? That's the one before the last one. Okay, so that's the last <laughs> book, essentially? It was a part one, I assume so. Okay, so that's the last book. Because it was in the trend where they always split the last book into two parts. Because monies. Yeah. I never. I saw the first one, but I didn't see any of the other ones because they're terrible movies. <laughs> they are awful. <laughs> but I did read the books, and they're awful books. We've had this conversation every time we talk about Twilight. I love yeah, I it. Know. It's funny to me. But I just wanted to. I I I just want to admit that I ha- I know what they are. Yep. And I You've know. Seen- the, I've seen. I seen the first movie, and I read the books, so I'm allowed to say how bad they are. Yes, this grown man have seen Twilight, but now I've seen the Impossible awesome movie. I heard this, I saw the first Twilight movies mm-hmm. with a girl. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was uh, at number three. One of my favorite series, Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger's Tides. Fourth one? Third. Uh, this Pirates of the Caribbean Dark, uh, Black Pearl. Uh, then Dead Man's Chess, I think. And then Stranger Tides. Okay, so it was part of the original trilogy? I think so. Because I think the fourth one had something to do with mermaids? Yeah, I checked out after the third or fourth one. I checked out this one, I think, is the last one I saw. The Fountain of Youth was the fourth. I don't know, man. They're, they just tackle all the lore. I know, so the I, fourth one, I know the fourth one had mermaids. There's five of them, I think, then. I didn't see the last, I didn't see the fifth one, but I definitely see the first four. You saw the first four? So this the fourth one is, oh, I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know that the Black Pearl is the first one. Yes. And then I think you're right about Dead Man's Chest. And then. I guess that would have to be Tides. Stranger Tides. I don't know. Well, These are, right this now. is something so easy we can just look up. <laughs> I know. I'm, I just Googled it. So there's the Curse of the Black Pearl. Dead Man's Chess, and then 2007 was Caribbean 3 at World's End. Okay, so Stranger Ties was the mermaid one. Wow, weird. So I did not see the mermaid one. I did. I actually did see that one. Was it good? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's two and a half hours. I'm not watching that. Jesus. It was average at best. Let's just say that. Well, guess what? That movie was so good. It made a one point zero four five the billion dollars worldwide. Yeah, it's got the pirates name attached. Yeah, to it. exactly. Jesus, this this one, two, three, four, five. This five, six of them. Jesus, TJ. Well, there's one's coming out, and by the time this movie's yeah, but that one doesn't have Johnny released. Depp in it, does it? Pirates of the Caribbean: Tales of the Code Wedlocked. The movie it's got low. It's coming out August twenty twenty two. So it must have came out already. Oh, it did. I, I don't guess. Think, I don't think it had. Johnny Depp in it, though. No, because he was going through his old bullshit. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a short. That's why. No wonder. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't count. No. So there's five of these movies. Okay. Yeah, Stranger Tides. So number two. Can you guess what number two is, TJ, during 2011? It's another film series. It's the th- second, third, second. Third. Well, God, I, I why can, can't they do one, two, and three anymore, TJ? I can guess what the first one is, but I don't know what this one is. It's based off of, off of a beloved child and it's only the, thing and it's only the second uh, transformers the transformers yeah transformers too 
It's Dark of the Moon. I don't know what number that is because they don't do titles or numbers. It's number three. Okay, whatever. And then number one's Harry Potter. Harry Potter and... The Deathly Hallows Part 1. Part 2. Oh. Yeah. Good job, though. Good job. That made $1.3 billion, number one. It's Harry Potter. <laughs> exactly. I read those books, too. The books are good. Movies, eh. Yeah. They're so boring. I hate this movie so much. They're one-time watches, in my opinion. I think I've seen the first six of them. You didn't finish the series? No. <laughs> you got six deep. You're like, you know what? This is where it ends. Well, I respect I mean, that. The first five were, like, I was still, like, in high school when the first two or three came out so it's like there's nothing else to do or you watch their own tv or whatever you know exactly so you you just see them here and there uh number six i was i went to the movies with a girl and then that was it i didn't bother with the other ones Uh, you ever think about having kids and like them get into the wrong fandom not the wrong fandom but like a fandom you don't want care for i've never once considered having kids (laughs) oh man I don't want children, but I always have fantasies of me with a kid. And I'm like, damn, kid, you like Harry Potter. I got to make fun of you now. Yeah, see, what usually happens when it comes to that is that a kid's into something so much that it usually gets the parents into it. I will never. I mean, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong, but like, I'm still going to ridicule my, wow, this movie came out this year too? Why is it so low? It's so good. I will still ridicule my kid for it in a fun, jesty way, not to be like disown him or her kind of shit. Anyway. So I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, so that's the 2011 box office. Back to you, TJ. Um, I think we discussed the only big behind kind of themes stuff already with what's his with um big duffy's death yeah they already did the box office no real behind the scenes stuff uh people seem to like this movie i don't know why your opinions no longer count when it comes to these movies because like i generally just, i don't i don't see the appeal to this movie tj i mean you're just we know that your opinion whatever your score is just add like <laughs> two to three points to it <laughs> whatever you weirdo because you're just wrong on so many levels mm-hmm. yeah well you're gonna see some of my points you're like oh yeah he's, he's right actually oh i'm not a fan of this movie at all <laughs> but i'm just saying <laughs> i am a good judge of character on movies and you're not i am a very good judge of character you're you're when your average score of all these animated movies is a five or lower when some of them are Sorry. really fantastic. No, you're, you're just a fanboy. You're a fanboy sometimes. You're just like, man, this is really no, good. No, I am. It, you're just too cynical when it comes to some nope. of this stuff. Like, you went on a, a rampage on the last movie because Bruce Wayne is not a philanthropist. I hate. I That really cemented my hatred for Bruce Wayne. I don't know why that movie did, but man, cannot stand. It's such a ridiculous he argument is, in a Batman movie. No, he is the worst superhero in my opinion he f-ing sucks on so many levels tj i hate him i hate him i f-ing hate him <laughs> like if I, if I was in jla and i found out who he was like you're you're a billionaire and you're doing this do i would know, i would have so much hatred for the guy like you do you know how many billionaires do the same thing yeah in this it. world that's yeah, just how so the hated. world works yeah that doesn't mean i want to see it in an entertaining thing you need to stop Batman. adding the real world into your comic. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's not how it works. That's why I hate comic books. Movies, these That's why I hate these movies so much. You're too steeped in the real world. That's why you're such a cynical. Uh, I'm sorry. The world's a cynical place sometimes. Yes, yeah, sometimes, not all the times. I'm always cynical in my movie reviews. Always. And the comic book ones, yeah. I, don't, all, I just... don't think you've given a good score to any movie we've... Maybe one or two, and they were superhero movies. 
And we've covered quite a few other movies by this point that TJ, weren't super. No, 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 no. We've reviewed the Alien franchise, the Alien franchise, TJ, okay. which is notoriously to have what two good movies. We All reviewed right. dark fantasy movies. I did not want to watch. I picked four, exactly. I, I picked cynicism took over. I'm not an '80s child's kid. I'm sorry, but we're, we're reviewing All Star Superman. All Star Superman. All Star Superman. All Star Superman. So, before we get into it, oh god, what? what? I own the DVD. What do you think's coming? Oh, trailers and stuff. Ooh, I'm just what trailers you get for this well, whack ass movie? I got two animated Superman cartoons. Oh, how are they? They're called Blast from the Past One and Two. They were weird. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like kind of like a Zod and ripoff because. It pretty much told the story of two Kryptonians who rose up against the military and got sent to the Phantom Zone. Oh, wow. Okay. And one of them, they felt bad for one of them that she was only taking orders, so they reduced her sentence to 20 years in the Phantom Zone, but then Krypton flew up, so she was stuck in there. Oh, wow. And so Superman discovering this because he just happens to have the history of all Krypton, apparently, in the Switches of Solitude, uh, he discovers that she was a 20-year site and she should have been released years ago. So she he releases her. And at first she's like buddied up with Superman and then, you know, super, um, using because she's on Earth, she's got superpowers because she's from Krypton, Krypton. And they team up for a little while. And then she starts going psycho saying, we need to rule the world. And she frees the other guy. And it's a whole big thing. It's just a Zod story with a name replacement which i found down weird really? i was i was like wondering if maybe like they couldn't use zod for some reason i don't see why they couldn't yeah i don't know it was just a weird that it if it, it was definitely the zod story i just didn't understand why they used the different names what, what hmm. okay maybe it was like a legal thing but no the characters are all from the same part thing so you can use one you can use them all i assume right so and it, might, it might have been like at a mandate from the movie section, you know how like the movies sometimes don't let them the TV side use characters for bullshit reasons. What could have been the bullshit? I I can't I can't think of a bullshit reason. Whatever. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Maybe they were working on Man of Steel at the time. Oh wait, no, this would have been in the '90s. Maybe they were working. Yeah. On, maybe they were working on no. Exactly. There was, there was so no could... Superman. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe the TV, one of the TV shows we're mentioning. I don't know. Like, that's a weird. Was maybe it was during a time where they were going to, they were doing a Superman movie. You remember when they had Keanu, not Keanu. Wow. Ma I wish Keanu Reeves, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage's <laughs> Superman. Maybe that was a thing at the time. I thought his villain was supposed to be Brainiac or something, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's truly bizarre. It just, it felt like a Zod story. But yeah. it's just random two Kryptonians with a similar story? I, I didn't get it. Who knows? Maybe it's like an Otherworld Elseworld thing. Or maybe Zod is just a different thing. And that I don't exactly remember the animated series. It's like the story beats to it. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. And then I got a trailer for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. Wow. That's why I thought it was number one at the Bacchus office. Oh, uh, okay. Because I had the trailer for it. So I was like, oh, it probably came out this year. Uh, we got Superman, Batman Apocalypse, we covered last week. Uh, Under the Red Hood, which we covered two weeks ago. So good. That one I liked, right? No, I was kind of hard. Was I hard on that one? I was hard on it. You were hard on it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah I liked it. I think you gave it a five. Don't say that. I think you did. I think I... I had to give it a six. I remember, like, the, the ending monologue I felt either made but an average or... But the only thing you really liked. Yeah. Because I don't remember the rest of the movie, honestly, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny how your memory tells you different things. Oh, my memory is so bad sometimes. I have a good long-term memory, but this short-term memory shit is not it. <laughs> 
I got to read more. All right. And the last trailer I got is for DC Universe Online. No way. Okay. <laughs> you know, that server is shut down. <laughs> Actually, I was thinking about that. I was like, is that, is that still going? I don't think it is. It can't be, right? Anyways. <laughs> All right. I guess we could jump into this. Hell yeah. Movie thing. Oh, I'll, before we do jump into it, I want to note that I have read the comics before. Okay. But I didn't read read them. Read? Had, did you read them recently for this? Actually, I read it before we started the podcast. Oh, okay. So it's recent, kind of, but it's not. I'm not as familiar with it. Like I've noticed some changes from the comic adaptation, but I won't know all of them because I'm just not that familiar with it. And I didn't reread it because I wasn't really a fan of the comic. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just not. I didn't. I didn't think this is supposed to be the seminal Superman story, the one everyone loves. And I'm just not into it. I, it's too a little too fantastical. I can see that. I could definitely see that. And a little like there's a lot of stuff that is random. It feels like. Yes, I have a thing I want to say about that. But yes, like we open up with them. Like uh, someone saying, uh, I guess it's Lex Luthor talking about the origin of Superman while Superman's trying to save this spaceship from crashing into the sun. This scientist crashing into the sun. Yeah. And I have no idea who the scientist is. Nope. I don't. There's like, I don't think he has anything outside of the all-star Superman thing. I mean, I could be wrong about that, but I've never even heard of him before. So, and like, they don't use characters like well-established characters from the Superman series, obviously from Lex Luthor and stuff like that. I like that. So, like, it's just weird the choices they made. Yes. And for us, you know, the seminal book that everyone's supposed to laud and stuff, and I'm like, eh, I don't see it. That's fair. I can definitely see people not liking this. So, my criticisms of this movie is going to be mostly the comic in general. Okay. Because... The movie kind of hits just all the beats that they can in an hour and 16 minutes from a 12-issue miniseries. Oh, 12 issues? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, you know, they hit all the major beats, so forth and so forth, but I don't know. It, I, I wasn't, I'm just not a fan. That's that's fair. All right. So, like I said, that was the origin, and stuff happens. Um, Wait, are you starting to review already? Yeah, I already had started it. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we start, TJ, DC I, Showcase, Green Arrow. Oh, I forgot. Come on, man. I was I already started the movie review with the origin of Lex Luthor going the origin and the scientists crashing into the sun. Oh, well, we got to pause that, back up right. a few minutes, and talk about DC Showcase from All the last right. one. I forgot. You actually watched the Green Arrow yeah. DC Showcase. Go ahead. Uh, it was good. I give it a 7 out of 10. Let's stop the review. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah, there's liked not much. Said. Yeah, I liked it a lot actually. I um, was. I'm surprised. I liked it because it was just. This felt like a showcase. This felt like okay. You're showing me off to the thing. The guy. He does his thing. Uh, Wait, what felt like a showcase? The Green Arrow the, or the movie? Yeah, honestly, okay. both. But the Green Arrow movie. Go ahead. You can, you can continue um, your excellence. Yeah, I like the, I like the guys. The, like I like all the characters. I mean, there's were moments when they're like running around shooting arrows at each other. Like this is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Like I, I get, you kind of have to detach yourself from. Like this is really a stupid looking. But that's what you have to say. That's comic books. Yes, yes. And I thought to myself, he can dodge bullets, but the one thing that hits him is an arrow. I'm sure, sure, okay. But yeah, I like I like Doctor. Uh, Doctor, who's the main guy? Um, Count Vertigo. 
Vertigo, like that. Like all the stuff. It makes me want to watch more. It was well animated, like the like the early two thousands animation like it. Um yeah, I don't have much to complain about it. Great Arrow is also a pretty cool character in his own right, so Yes. Yes. So yeah, seven out of ten. It's good. All right. Can I go back into the review now? Of course you can. Alright, so Superman's saving this guy from crashing into the sun because they were they're going to the sun for reasons. That's it, for reasons. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what the explanation they gave was. A harness power form it or some shit. Some, say it was some ridiculous reason. It's for comic book reasons. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they go there and then a monster explode evolves that's on the spaceship with the scientists and he starts attacking things. It's like, I'm going to destroy this place or whatever because Lex Luthor sent me. Oh, no. <laughs> then we cut over to the Daily Planet where, you know, hey, Lex had lied about something. So now he's going to go on trial he's, or something. I wish I could make funny for saying or something or something, but that's you know, that's the explanations we get. The yada yada. <laughs> we start in the middle of a story, I guess. And it's just yada yada over a lot of shit. Like this happens. Okay, I know this happens. And then this happens. This happens. And that's going to happen. Then we cut over to Lex Luker. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can forget the funny bit in that part, TJ. What, Jimmy Olsen in a dress? Yeah. Why was that funny? Because they put a man in a dress in 2011. Okay. But I don't want to explain it like okay. <laughs> no, no, that's why I skipped over yeah. it. There's no, they literally, they the one guy, I forget his name, he's the sports reporter at the Daily Planet, a lumbar, I think his name is. Um, he says, Were you undercover trying to get a story? And Jamie's like, No, and that was it. Yeah, like, so I guess funny, how <laughs> he wears a dress, or else it's like being progressive, I guess. Like, I don't know what the stance are trying to take with that, but I don't know. <laughs> People who wear dresses are funny. <laughs> oh, oh. This is it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lex is playing in virtual reality. Yeah. And, uh, Colonel or somebody comes in and says, "Hey, you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be helping us, not doing whatever it is you're doing." And he like chokes him and uh, excuse me, either I, either kills him or knocks him out. I don't know. And then Superman saves the um man. My notes are really bad for this one. Superman saves the space crew from crashing into the yeah, sun. Yeah, but my loops, my notes literally say saved new superpowers dying. I mean, that's what happens. <laughs> So Superman saves the spaceship by having them open the airlock and sucking the monster out of it and then pulling the spaceship away from the sun because he can use his... He's developed new superpowers that allows him to use his electromagnetic force to create a shield around the spaceship. I had such a big eye roll over this because like, this is really ridiculous. That's really stupid. And then we get back to Earth, and they are... Are they testing him here? Yep, the test is okay. a super strength. Okay, they're testing the super strength, and apparently he's getting even stronger and stronger, but he's got in sun radiation. Oh, no. Solar, and he's dying. <gasps> the thing that's supposed to make him strong is killing him, TJ? Yeah, and this is my whole problem with this. Yeah. It's like, Superman's gonna die? What? And this is so like this whole story is Superman supposed to be doing his greatest feats and then he's supposed to die. Yeah. And one, the feats aren't all that impressive. You don't think so? <laughs> he literally answers a riddle from a sphinx. 
I, a pointless dumb riddle. Like, I, not, even, not, even, not even like a mind-bending riddle. It's like, oh, we've heard this thousands of times. We'll get to that, but but like, it wasn't very creative. No, I don't know. I didn't like it, and I, I don't like. I, don't, I also don't like the idea of oh, the sun's gonna kill Superman, as if he's never going up to the sun and used it to recharge himself over and over again. I agree with that, but he probably never gotten this close to it. And but also like we've seen that done so many times. I I I, I accept it actually. It's like. Yeah, they like the thing that makes you so. We saw it in the Hulk movie, I think, or some version of something. Oh, you're so strong because you keep absorbing power. Let's just overdose you on that thing and kill you that way. Yeah, it makes sense. I like it. Spoiler: I like I like this movie a lot, TJ. I love this movie to death. Fucking love this movie. Unironically, I love this movie. And I, simply for the fact it feels like a showcase for Superman. It's not a cohesive story. It's not great. And that's not like a deep movie. It's like, oh, he does this and that and cool. It gets cool. It's like, it makes you want to watch more Superman stuff and read Superman comics. This is how I feel a proper showcase should be. Okay. That's why I just love this movie. Someone defend the shit out of it a lot. Sorry. That's fine. <laughs> that's good. Because I am not a fan of it. I understand, I, and I get why you're not a fan of it. Like, yeah, I would hate it too normally, but for some reason, it sat right. Uh, okay, well, so we find ourselves on opposite ends of the spectrum again. But on different oh, sides, sides of the spectrum. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Right? I did not expect that. But, like, all right, we'll get to it later. So Superman's dying. What are you going to argue? I'll probably agree with, but for some reason, it just sits well with me. So <laughs> Superman's dying, right? Yes. So then... After that, we he's Clark. He right Clark Kent shows up. Yes, at the Daily Planet. Um, I, this movie portrays Clark Kent as Superman very well for an animated movie. Like I, I was truly like like this is just as good as Chris Reeves' version of Clark Kent and um, uh, Superman. Like the, the balance of those two, like the buffoonery of Clark Kent, and it's, like it was just well, TJ. I got heavy Chris Chris Reeves vibes. Like I'm enjoying this. Give me more, please. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I'm just so numb to it at this point, the Clark Kent stuff, that I just assume that's how everyone portrays him now. No. <laughs> I'll go on my rant right now, for sure. But, like, I feel like, wow, god damn it. This made me a Superman fanboy, TJ. <laughs> like, the way you feel about Batman, I love Superman now. Like, I want okay. more. I feel like there's never been a good on-screen adaptation, live-action-wise, of Superman, and I feel like this, well, even though it's maybe. not a great story, but it just makes you want more. Like, yes, this is what it should be. I want more of this. Good. Maybe you'll stop being so hard on them, then. <laughs> Superman? Yeah. Live-action, probably not, because I want good Superman live-action. No, I mean the animated stuff. Probably, yeah. This this is great. Because the last Superman movie, which was with Supergirl, was good, and you hated it. I did, didn't I? Yes. I know. I might, I might, I'm going to have to go watch it that again, because Superman, man, he's where it's at. <laughs> Not Batman. This is this. This is the guy. Look, I'm a f- I'm a fan of Superman. I always I know. defended Superman. I'm not one of those people who are like Batman's best and Superman sucks. No, I I'm always a, a huge fan of Superman, and I think it's yeah. ridiculous that Batman gets as much spotlight as he does. And that's my problem with Batman. It's just I'm so oversaturated with the guy. I just really and I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like he's not that. He's a terrible guy. Right. They need to stop trying to turn Superman into Batman and just. <sighs> focus on the fact that he's superman yes like yes. superman's popular as popular as batman from the 40s for a reason exactly and i think this movie does that justice it's a nice showcase of like this is why we like him well that's kind of my problem with it like the movie is a showcase but it doesn't focus on the f- the right things really yeah 
like, they show him doing these incredible feats, but they don't, like, show him doing the things that makes him Superman. The small, yeah. nice gestures. Like, I, I agree with that, yeah. Like, he should, sure, he's dying and stuff, but he would make time to get a cat out of a tree. Exactly. Would that take, how long would that take to animate, you know? Exactly. He would, he would talk somebody off a roof if they're yes. about to jump or something like yes. that. And, you know, it's just that part of it's missing for me. And it's yes. just, it just feels like an epic adventure. Yeah, and I felt I did felt like when we get to it later, his his uh, mom and dad part, it felt kind of cheated. Like, you're not telling your mom you're dying? Yeah. If, if, it's like, if come felt, on, bro. It felt lacking in areas. It's my it did. Problem. It does. It does. But I guess it's like a montage of his greatness, I guess. Well, it's uh, a splash of the end of his life, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, where was I? Clark Kent. <sighs> he saves. He does save a dog and a kid from getting hit from a car before he shows up as Clark Kent. So there's that. It's a split second. You can miss it if you blank. But he does do that. I think I was taking notes. Yeah, he does it because he's flying. Because uh, the um, the news head guy is counting down. If Clark Kent's not here in five seconds, he's fired. Five, four, three, two, one. But during those five seconds, Superman flies to the building, saves the dog and kid, and then changes into Clark and shows up just in time for so he gets to get fired. That's the whole bit. Okay. And then we cut over yeah. to the FBI arresting Lex Luthor, I think. Yes. He gives up willingly. Yes, he does. His plan is so stupid. Well, what's his plan? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <There's> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like this movie, because it's not asking you to think hard. It's like, just enjoy the ride. Like, okay, movie. <laughs> gotcha. There's not going to be no heavy philosophical bullshit in here. Just enjoy the goddamn ride. Like, got it. And so after they arrest Luthor, he goes to Lois and he tells her he's Superman as Clark Kent. Yeah, I like that. Like, okay, get out the way. Great. No, will they, won't they? Will he, won't he? Shit. Like, like, great. And this is kind of like my problem with this. What? He's he's dying and now he decides to tell her he's Superman. Well, yeah. And like, it just feels like it's a selfish move. Why? Because he's dying. Now he tells it, it tells her everything. He, he gets sure he'll get what he wants, but now she's got to deal with the fact that he's gone from afterwards. Um, I guess to a point. Yeah. So it's like, he would probably, she would have been probably better off if she just never knew it. Yeah. But he probably is not thinking that aspect. He's just thinking. Yeah. I want to get laid. It's what he's thinking. I don't think that. I mean, I guess. Yeah. That's his, always his MO for some reason. <laughs> But you know, spend time with her and make her happy. Yeah, I know. I I get it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I it it also feels like a like a plot point. Like we I need to we need to get Superman to tell Lois he's Superman so we can give her the serum so Lex can figure out the serum for later. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I guess. So, like, everything is kind of connected, but it doesn't feel connected in the way that it's natural. It feels like we need this here so that we can get to here later. It felt natural to me, but also, like you said earlier, everything's so over the top. He's got f***ing robots. He's got the Titanic and shit like that. So it's, like, so over the top, like, I just accept it. Like, it's too much for me to question and nitpick, so, like, you know what? It, why not? There's time but, travel. Yeah, sure, I know. And then, but like an- another thing, there she's he's showing her the fortress. Yes. And then um, he's just got this giant sunny in creature in the in yep. a pit. Feet Loved of it. it. Loved it. <laughs> but just so it could come back later. Yeah. Yeah. Like it would have been fine if they were just show because he's got Superman has a zoo in his thing. Yes. And he's just showing. Oh, look! This is my pet sun eater. And then it never comes back. That would have been fine. But I like that it comes back later. Like, oh, it came back later. Oh, nice. Because you think, okay, this could be fine. Oh, it died. We'll cut this apple. Like, oh, 
I was like, I was like, no, no, not Sunny the Sun Eater. Like, no. But like, how did it know it needed them? <laughs> because movie, for some reason, I was like so cool with everything in this movie. I Even the time that. travel shit. I was like, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> whatever. I'm happy. I'm happy that you like this movie. I really am. I'm because people really like this movie, and I know I'm in the minority of this. <laughs> Because this movie, this has been, this story has been praised. I don't know but why. It's so illogical to oh, me. Oh, it really is. It, it really does, is. It doesn't make sense. A lot of it. <laughs> it doesn't. Like everything you're saying is so valid. I was thinking to myself, like, why is this on either here? Why is this? Like, why is this all this happenstance shit happening? Like, just the way it needs to happen. Because movies got a movie, story's got a story. And like. So he's showing her around the fortress, and then she sees a cracked door open with smoke coming out. She yeah. sneaks in, and it looks insidious what happens, and then he says, don't go in there. And it's like, and it's revealed later that the smoke that was coming out of it, for some reason, gives people paranoia. It's like, why? Yeah. So she can shoot him, and later to prove that he doesn't have kryptonite poisoning anymore, right. he's super the, powerful. And, like. and it, makes, it makes Lois seem like an idiot, because she's like, all of a sudden, suspecting Superman of things that superman would never do and she would know that yeah and two why didn't he just explain it in the first place exactly like, especially because he's dying why hold out anything at this point you're right why are you hiding in this one room you wanted to surprise her with a birthday present right it makes no sense just explain or just say that hey i don't want you to go in there because i'm doing something for your birthday don't exactly. say you can't go in there everywhere you go anywhere else but here you know that's what every serial killer ever says <laughs> Oh, so good. He's just so good. It's so good. I don't know. <laughs> Everything but, you're saying, again, so valid. Because this movie is just like, has to happen to happen for the movie to make sense. Like, no, this isn't really... It's it's like it's almost lazy how it's made, the story. <laughs> That's my prior problem it, with it. It's it like, feels like it just came out of high school, my first draft. Great. Now, not, not, let's not edit anything. That's all in the nose. Let's do it. Like, okay. It feels like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. <laughs> yes. And then she's, so she's having dinner with Superman, and she's like, and she's still not buying that he's Clark Kent. Which, I like that, though. Which is which is fine, but then she's, she brings up a good point. So, okay, you're Clark Kent. So you've just been lying to me forever? Yep. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess I have been. But at the same time, he kind of has to to protect her. Apparently not. Well, he's dying now, so if he dies, he's like, he can't, he can't protect her Then he can't so. protect her. Yeah. So who cares if he told her before? At least he would have been able to protect her then. No, because you get, you get what I'm saying. Like, I tell you why I'm alive, and people, and somehow that work gets out, they'll come after you and use you as advantage against me. Yeah, but Once that's I'm all. dead. That's like, all null and void when they get married and the actual continuity and nothing. Well, and, yeah, but I'm not, I'm not talking about the actual. I'm talking about this movie. I know. And I get it. It's the classic, I can't tell you yeah. my secrets. And look how well that ever goes for any superhero. Oh, I agree. Trust me. I agree. That's why I hate superhero shit sometimes. Like, oh my God, just f***ing tell them, man. Who but cares? like, it, she, uh, the way she said it is like, you've been lying to me, not only just about this thing, but ever since we've met, you've done nothing but lie to me. Yeah. So, and not only are you lying to me as Superman, but also as Clark Kent. Yes. And having two identities and two people that I care about, you know, it's, that's an even worse betrayal. Worse betrayal. Making it sound in the city, in the city. It's making it sound terrible, huh? It is terrible. I don't think so. It's like, it's like, it's not the worst thing he could do to her, obviously. It's the least worst thing Superman could do to her. As Clark Kent, he's been trying to woo her. Yes, because he's trying to win her over as a human. Yes, but yet he can't tell her he's Superman because she's afraid that he'll he'll save her. And 
Yet, if anybody ever found out he was Clark Kent, he's still putting her in danger. Sure. So, just telling her would have put her in the same amount of danger. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, man, superhero identities are dumb. What can I say? I, I don't want to... I'm not trying to make you hate this movie. I'm not going to hate this movie. You're not going to make me hate this movie at all. I I'm not trying it. to influence your... I, I You're not going want, to. I want you to give it a good score. But I just have so <laughs> many issues with it. As you should, because this movie has a lot of issues with it. Anyway. Okay, so my next note is drug birthday power present power. Yep. And it's so dumb. Like, first okay. of all, why does he have robots? Why does he need robots? I don't know. I, and why is he so lazy he doesn't even name them? I'm like, Robot 1. I'm Robot 2. I can't name him Fred, Steve, Sarah. Like, come on, man. Like, in current continuity, he does have a robot in the fortress called Kelix. But as far as I know, it's only one robot. And he named it. I respect it. And that. it's not, like, it doesn't have, it, it's not, it, it's not human-shaped with a Superman cape. Yeah. It actually looks like Wally a little bit. That's perfect. So, it's just... <sighs> I don't. It's just so stupid. <laughs> There's a lot of stupid shit in this movie. That's why I love it, TJ. This is this, know what this is. This is the Superman version of the Batman movie you hate and I like. There's a lot of random stupid shit that makes kind of no sense, but kind of does in this context. The Superman the Batman movie, which one? This is the Batman movie you like. You hate it. I like the the '60s one, Adam West. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got you. I feel this guy kind of got the same vibes going on. You just got to accept that at face value. You can't think it, overthink it. Yeah. Why can't you do that with all the other ones? I don't know. Because <laughs> they actually have stories, that's why. This is no story to this. The story is he's dying, he's trying to do shit. It's not deep. Some things try to provoke motion from you, and it doesn't do it for me. And so I just get angry at it. Like, you tried doing something, but you didn't do it right for me, so I'm, I hate you. Okay. That's it. <laughs> anyway. You try, you, it, the, the movies try acting smart sometimes, they're not smart. Where this one's like, I don't think it's trying to act smart. Okay. I don't, I don't see the screenwriters like... Oh, we did something really clever here. Like, no, there's like, whatever. This happens, this happens here. And then, like, ah, f- we had the hand of script in. Let's do it tonight. That's what it felt like. Okay. Anyway, so he, he she was, he created a serum so she could have superpowers for 24 hours. Because, like, why, why does he have that power? Because he studied his. <laughs> oh, because apparently, not only, not only is his strength getting stronger from the solar radiation, but so is his intelligence and creativity. Sure. So now he's super intelligent man. Sure, why not? That's the only explanation I have. That he's able to create this serum all of a sudden. And so Lois gets superpowers for the day, and she's technically superwoman, which sometimes she's superwoman, and some it's weird with her. Which honestly, like, though, like I'm thinking about getting like if someone gave me that vial. I would not drink that. Because 24 I mean, hours to be a god and then you just lose all that, I would go crazy afterwards. I would like, I kind of does. I, yeah, I could. Exactly. Like, that would happen. Like, I could fly. I could see things you guys will never be able to see normally. Like, you can never have a normal life after that. Like, there's nothing. Like, that seems so terrible as a gift. I went to space, motherfuckers, and just looked at the marbly blue oceans we have and just shed a tear and it flew away in space and then had to land and become a human again that sounds awful <laughs> god that's a, that's what you never give someone as a gift anyways sorry so do you remember the the alternate justice on two earths movie where they fought the ultimate evil versions of themselves <laughs> yeah well lois lane was superwoman in that so that's what I mean. Sometimes she's oh, that was her. That was Lois Lane. That was Lois Lane. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Holy shit, man, DJ. Yeah, I really like the DC universe so much more than MCU. You have no idea. So do I. 
<laughs> God, I was watching this. Like, it's just like the villains more in all these. I like just God damn it, man. These are just so much more entertaining. And just like they made me feel good in this. Life. I like this shit. That's why I can go in depth in the, the comic books in DC. And I, when I, every time we cover a Marvel thing, I have to do like research. <laughs> yes, yeah, I have work. no idea because I don't read Marvel comics. <laughs> oh man, I'm not saying Marvel's bad or anything. It's just no. DC's where it's at for me. No, like my cousin is a huge Marvel fan. That's all mm-hmm. he reads is Marvel comics. He hates DC. He didn't even know who Lex Luthor was. Oh, he has like no clue whatsoever about the DC universe. So it's like, so people really can get in. It just depends on your taste. Yeah, and I, exactly. I'll never judge someone liking Iron Man and whoever person no. in Marvel. I get it. I get it. It's, it's, it's again, it's art. So I understand. All right. So so Lois has got superpowers now, and they're flying around. And Wait, hold, rep- hold on, hold on, we gotta mention. No, we don't. Never mind. Never mind. So they're flying around, and then reptiles start invading from the center of the earth. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Um, but before before we get into that, because I skipped the part, uh, Lex Luthor gets found guilty for crimes against humanity and is sentenced to death. That's dark. Death. Is it dark though? He does some heinous shit. True, but they actually show his execution later. <laughs> They did. I was like, man. Okay. So, reptiles invaded, and then when Superman and Superwoman, and we're just going to go with Lois, shows up, two guys are already fighting the reptiles. Yes. Samson and Atlas. Atlas 2? Atlas 2? Yeah. Unless he, said, unless he said Atlas T-O-O, but I thought it was Atlas number 2. Um... We'll see. Like it's it's weird when I look at the list of voice actors, I don't see Atlas and Samson Samson on here. I just Google it, and um, it's funny these characters were made just for these things. I feel for this movie or for this uh, comic strip. Well, these two are apparently time traveling heroes, and I think you're right because I've never heard of Atlas. Yes. And, and even the uh, the guy that's chasing them, the Sphinx, I had to Google it and like, oh, it stars in this and only this. Like, they made it just for this this book? Weird, but I like it. Yeah, so... But I think it's just, yeah, Samson and Atlas. Uh, Yeah, like, there is a, a page on Atlas. He was... He has a small part in, like, he was in one comic in 1948 and 1965. Okay. So, like, there's some, but I think this is his biggest role. Yeah. Um, That's Atlas Samson. I Like, I know th- there's a non-continuity story where Lois Lane and Lana Lang go back in time and are time-traveling heroes. Oh, my God. And they end up, uh, Lois, I think, ends up marrying Samson. Oh, wow. And Lana ends up marrying Hercules. Wow. So that's this is why... These are, this is why this is weird to me. Like, these are just random characters from a non-continuity thing. That's where I thought they were from, but I'm not even seeing that. I'm just eating this up, TJ. This is, this is the kind of weirdness in this movie I like. <laughs> Literally just throwing shit on walls, see what sticks, and everything's sticking for me, TJ. Anyway, we're enough of the comic bullcrap with these two, because it makes no sense. Atlas and Samson, two people I have no idea in Superman lore. Like, I know Samson from, isn't he the guy with the long hair from Christian Christian mythology? If you cut his hair, he gets weaker. Oh my god, TJ. Maybe. Sure. Why not? I think that's Samson. I could be wrong about that. And Atlas is the titan who holds up the freaking yes. Olympus on his, on his shoulders, so it's like... 
are these these guys or what? So good. And it's just the note just says Atlas as a credit. So I don't see two, by the way. That's fine. But like in the comic, I do remember this, this Atlas Samson trial thing, because they're both all hitting on Lois. Yeah. Man's like, stop hitting on my girl. You just told her you just told her you're Superman yesterday. Yeah, but he claims her as his now, man. That's how that stuff's yeah, because works. That's, that's how that works. You can just <laughs> claim, claim that they're yours. And Lois is kind of like, you've been lying to me forever. You can deal with their stupid trials. Yep. And But in the comics, the trials go on like a little longer. There's like like three different trials. Well, I'm glad we didn't have time for that shit. Yeah, we didn't have time. It was stupid. I The, the Samson Atlas thing I really bothered me. In, in this too, uh, too sexist for you? Too, um, no, it was just Stupid and nonsensical. Who are these guys? Why do I care about these guys? Oh, they're just time travelers out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, why? What's this here for? What does this have to do with anything? It shows how strong Superman is and how smart he is when he gets to the crocodile thing or the Sphinx thing. He has a thousand villains that are strong, as strong as him. Well, but these guys are different. I, I didn't like it. I like it. I liked it. Anyway. I like so, the cockiness in there. It's like, yes, we're great heroes. We came to save you from these lizard people. Oh, yeah. They're just, they they're just wrestlers, up. TJ. Yes, they're the, just wrestlers doing wrestler shit. And I was like, great. Give me more of this. The Atlas and Sansom stirred up the dinosaur people who live in the center of the earth, apparently. This is the Perfect. first time I've ever hearing about this, by the way. Perfect. They caused the uprising, and Good. so Superman's got to go talk to the dinosaur chief and say, hey, what's uh, what's going on here? And he's like, oh, yeah, I figured. Don't worry about it. You're cool. And then we never see the dinosaur people again. Nope. And then apparently... Uh, and this remember. is, to me, it's, to me mentally, it's not, but it's like an homage to like, the mole men. No, not? I don't think it was. It's not, but my, 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 my nerd canon it is. And then Atlas and Samson, I don't know which one of them, gives Lois this radioactive necklace that can yes. kill her. <laughs> yes. That they stole from this thing called the Ultra, <laughs> Ultra Sphinx. Yes. Is that so what it was God. called? The Ultra yep. Sphinx? Uh-huh. Whatever. Anyway, so, and they're like, yeah, we came to you because, you know, we're time travelers and we know you're dying and that you do these great things, including solving the great mystery riddle. Um, so that's why we're here. We need your help because the Sphinx is coming after us. And then the Sphinx shows up and he's got Lois because she's wearing the necklace and she's going to die. And the Sphinx is like, answer my riddle. If you don't, there's death. If you do, she lives. And then he asks, what happens when the immovable object hits the unstoppable irresistible force? force? Yeah, irresistible force. And then Superman thinks about it and he says, they surrender. The answer will do. Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. Am Neither I do no. <laughs> I was, am I missing something here? Is this a metaphor for man who's dying? Like, what the f is going on? It must be a metaphor for that. It's just like, like, I don't like. If the unstoppable force hits the immovable objects, they surrender. They, I guess they stop each other. They both stop? No. Or they surrender what they're doing? I don't know. That's I don't what I mean. Know. They both so they they surrender to each other? What? Yeah, what maybe, maybe, I, I one, maybe the one that's going stops. The other one that stopped is now going. So they surrender what they were doing? Who knows? Who knows, TJ? I don't know. I don't. It does. I didn't get it. So good. <laughs> Love it so much. And I just like that these two big, bigger than life guys came from two time travel, came to f things up. And like, actually, can you help us? Actually, we were just. We don't know what to do. We f***ed up. We're like, that's good, man. I love it. I love it. And then after he saves them, he's like, ha ha. But we're not, we still have challenges. We still want Lois. Wait, brother, I just showed you I'm better than you right now. <laughs> and they're like, so are you going to do it? And 
he's like fine and he's so he arm wrestles them both at the same time and wins and so i guess he won lois as a prize even though he kind of already had her as a prize but yeah so then they know then he's like you know there's something i always wanted to do and he takes her to the moon and kisses her oh it's good I get. I got so many vibes from the original Superman movies, the uh, Christopher Reeves ones. Like this is this is good. These are good. I mean, I could see that, but I was just not feeling it. <laughs> they know how I feel most movies, DJ. Like this is not doing it. <laughs> anyway, um, after the kiss and stuff, Lois's powers wear off, and that was the end of her birthday. Man, she did lots of that powers, huh? Yeah, didn't she? She just sat there and got hit on for most of it. <laughs> Yep, just sexually harassed for the good portion of her birthday. Happy birthday, Lois. <laughs> yeah. Well, we set up that part of the, the movie so that we can have the climax later. Let's let's move on to the next part. Yep. So Clark Kent goes to visit Lex Luthor in prison to get an interview, I guess. And as he's interviewing him, Lex is being, you know, a dick, essentially. Oh, let's talk about Lex real quick. Lex, the guy who's voice acting Lex, TJ, phenomenal. It sounded like Gene Hackman to me. It, was like, it did sound like Gene Hackman. You're right. Yeah, it's just like the better version of Gene Hackman's character. Looks like Lex, Looks like the Lex I like. Sounds like the Lex I like. It's like, this is amazing. I needed this. He's <laughs> a cocky son of a bitch who's all about strength and being better naturally. Smarter. Than, it's just, God damn it, TJ. Well, and that's kind of my thing. The voice acting kind of distracted me because none of the voice acting feels like it should be in a Superman story. Really? Like, it feels like this is a completely alternate take on Superman altogether. In which way? Like, even the voice act, like, Superman doesn't sound like Superman normally sounds. You know what I mean? I, I, I can see that it wasn't as Superman-y as it could have been, but like, I liked And all it. the characters sounded different from what they normally sounded like. That's fair. So, like, it feels like a completely different take on Superman. Like, an alternate reality Superman, almost. This is a good take for me. And, but I, I, now that you're bringing it up, it, there is a lot of Christopher yes. Reeves Superman yes. stuff I didn't even pick up on. And that's why I really loved it. Like, damn, they're, they're like doing justice to like, hey guys, Christopher Reeves was it, right? Like, yeah, he was pretty much it. All right. So Lex is being Lex. Oh, you wouldn't, Oh, you just wanted to talk about the voice actor. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, this, and I just like this rendition of like, just Lex being Lex. This is, this is how Lex Luthor is. I like it. He's so confident and cocky and just. Yeah, he's just, oh. he's so much better than everybody yes. else. He's like, look at my muscles. These are earned muscles. Yes. Superman has everything given to him. And like, I like, way- but I like you, Clark Kent. You are... <sighs> human and stuff like that well, so see he, i like that because the way he talks down to people in this movie he does it like not m- me being like not, not trying to be a dick but he's like i like you because you're weaker and like lesser whereas in like the other movies he just a, is a dick to be a dick like this one he kind of means it in a good way and like a nice way as as lex can be and that's what i like about it like the like the like gene hacker movies like oh otis you buffoon like yourself well, he does got a buffoon side character in this too. Uh, oh, the the and that reminded me of his cousin in the other movie. Yeah, there's just so many like retro vibes to this movie, like references. Like this is I can watch watches on repeat all day. TJ, <laughs> I I, I like there are some good lines in it. Like one Lex is like, if you had yes Clark, if you had Superman powers, what would you do it? And he doesn't hesitate. I just I'd help people. He's like Lex would say, of course you would, as if yep. that's a bad thing. So good. It's so good. And Lex says to what he says to the priest later, I forget what he says. It was like, damn, Lex, that's pretty good. Oh. Oh, you stink of irrational. Irrational. Yeah. 
It's like, God damn it, this guy's full of one-liners. Yeah, like, there, there's some good ideas here, no doubt about it. It's just, I don't think they come together in a cohesive way. No, they don't. They don't. This movie is, like, a lot of ideas that could be future movies or whatever. For sure. This is, like, a good starting off point for a lot of things that could happen. But yeah, you're right. This is not a cohesively well-made story. But and wh- why is Lex Luthor just allowed to walk around the entire penitentiary? Because it's f***ing Lex Luthor, man. I love it. Like, of course, why not? He's got armed guards, but... I'll just go and know everywhere is out, but everyone else is locked behind a cell. I know, I know. Well, because he's got he's got access to an interview, that's why. What, like... And, he's, and-, they, and they figured he got him, so he's going to die. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> I thought the same thing. Like, why are they walking around? Why, why is he making robots and all that shit? Like, why is he doing all this? He's a genius. Not even why is he doing all this? That's fine because he's like Silver. But why is he allowed to do yes, all this? Yes. Why is he locked in solitary confinement on death row somewhere? Why is he, when he's walking through Prisoner Row, is there a robot with a, with a light lifting thing, right, TJ? What? Wait, what? You, when they're walking through Prisoner Row with the interview, right. they go through some, like, the super villains, and then the, right, before they get to the Right, that's the robot's Metallo. Does he have muscle? Uh, he was a human turned into a robot. So uh, mentally, he needs to be doing it, because that's what he probably does back then. Okay. That's a robot. He doesn't need to be lifting right now. Oh, what, is he lifting, like... He's got a f***ing dar- a bar- a barbell. I thought he was reading a book. No! He's f***ing lifting. Oh. He's f***ing getting his arm Yeah, he up. was... A, a, <laughs> I think that was Metallo. For, for, and I'm pretty sure... If that's if it was Metallo, he was a soldier who volunteered to get kryptonite because at the time, every the military was afraid of Superman. And Of course. So, and, so uh, I guess it is a mental thing. You, I didn't even pick up on it, so I was, laughing so I was having so many problems with so many <laughs> other things that I was just like, "See, you're the the problems you were having, getting angry about." I was like, "I was just enjoying it, like whatever." Sure, I'm not gonna question this shit. I, I'm not saying I'm. I was getting angry with it. It's just, <laughs> just like why? It's not like I don't. Yeah, I, I don't hate what I'm seeing. It's not that kind of thing. It's just like. Like, yeah, why are you making this decision? What is, why is this here? I don't understand this movie, I don't think. I don't understand the comics either, to be fair, though. It was like, it was just the same randomness to it all. Yeah. Like, like, I think it's just a highlight. That's all there, it is. Like, there are, like, scenes in this movie that are panel for panel. Mm-hmm. Like when he goes when he when he breaks out later, Lex and he goes to his niece's yes. lair and he builds that robot. Those two robots. We'll yeah. get to that a little later. But that's like panel for panel. That's awesome. Um. So yeah. So as they're going down Death Row, you see the uh, not Death Row, the Rogues Gallery. Essentially, you see like Metallo, and then we come across a, a Superman villain named Parasite. Have we ever discussed Parasite? I'm sure we have. I feel like we have because he does look. He he felt really familiar to me. Yeah. I don't think we never needed to on the podcast, so maybe not. I think he was in one of the movies. Was he? Yeah. Anyway, he just—if we haven't—he's he his he can he drains people's powers to make himself even stronger and stronger. And if when he gets Superman's power, he becomes even more powerful. He just drains um, energy. Energy, essentially, yes, and. I don't know what happened here, how he was able to drain energy from behind a cell. My mind was Superman's are because Superman's over radiated from the sun, as you saw with from his parasite's vision, like Superman was just all energy. He's like, I can just take it excessively right now. It was just emitting off of him, so probably went through the cell that way. Oh, okay. 
That Maybe. made sense to me. Again, they don't tell you how this shit's he happening. Norm- he normally has to touch someone to drain someone's energy. Which he's doing for the rest of the so thing, I, but I'm like, thinking... Actually, I didn't get that. I got that somehow Lex caused this. Could have been. That's what I got, because Lex stops in front of Parasite when this all happens. Oh, he's just so confident. I thought, oh, he's so good. He's so good, DJ. Damn it. He doesn't flinch at Parasite once. No, because I don't think he would cause it, because he does beat the shit out of him later. Yeah, I know. That's why. But at first, when I first saw it, I thought it happened. Oh, okay. Now, I'm just thinking Superman's so irradiated with this, the heat, which is like this whole time this interview's going on, I'm on my edge of my seat. Honestly, he's like, does Lex know he's Superman? Because I feel like there's so many hints and clues that like, like, like Lex Lee sees that. But he's not. Yeah. Anyway, so he Parasite gets his power and breaks out of a cell, and then essentially a prison riot happens, and like you get soldiers and soldiers guards and prisoners fight in and parasites still trying to find i mean the source of a superman drain his power and stuff like that and it all escalates with parasite fighting because lex is also trying to get clark out because he's trying to help him escape and clark is you know helping while still hiding his identity and stuff so good. and then what is it parasite corners them and uses his clark uses stumbles and triggers an earthquake by slamming his foot down with so doesn't suspect Lex doesn't suspect and traps uh Parasite under the earth and then Lex goes out and starts shooting him and stomping his face insane <laughs> and then Lex takes Clark back to his cell where he has a hidden staircase out of the prison he can leave whenever he wants he just doesn't want to because he's so confident and like he's just happy like he's gonna die he wants to die but he wants Superman to die first well no so he so he says no I mean I don't think that's what it is because later he says he wanted Superman here to see him fry well he uh, he keeps preaching up to that point he's gotta die first and then I could die well he no he everyone doesn't it's like he says that no one knows that Superman is dying and that I killed him so yeah but he wants people like he that's why he's giving off the interview but he wants superman dead first and he thinks that he's happily goes to electric chair well that's my point when he's in the electric chair he says he wants superman to see this oh yeah so that doesn't make sense i don't know maybe his whole plan was to fight superman while he's dying and maybe be superman that way i don't know but these both lex and superman both know each other's plans to the t yeah like it's like to the point where they're like oh i knew you were gonna do this so i did this and you're yep. gonna do it. so it's, it's like it's wrestling it's anime it's like of course this is happening Anyway, so he takes Clark into an underground, underwater stream where his niece has a paddle boat. Very, was it Greek? It's, uh, the... I did feel like the river sticks and yes, like the the Charon, the boat, the river boatman yes. trying to take you out. So whatever. That was that. Then we cut over to... Is this where we cut over to Daily Planet where he tells Lois that he's dying? He doesn't say he's dying, but he's got the planet or the city he's got to take back. Yeah, but doesn't he tell her... Hey, say, this is where he says, yeah, I got something to tell you. I'm, I'm going to take the city... The city... I found a planet where the city, my people of Candor can go populate, but I'm dying. I don't know I'm going to make it back. Okay, he does say that, then, I guess. Yeah. And then she's like, no, you're going to... We can have kids and stuff. And he's like, we're biologically too different to even have kids so that's all we're gonna have is this moment which is bullshit because they have kids in the other (laughs) later yeah but those are other comics though come on this is all-stars man tj yeah whatever it's just i mean i think even at the time of this they had a kid okay like i think this came out in 20 maybe not let's see i can talk while i look this up real quick can you though look this up yeah and talk i'm telling you to talk are you telling me to talk 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, guys. So, you know, the critic side of me is like hating the movie, all the logical fallacies and shit like that. But Marcus side of me is really loving this. So I don't know my final review, but we're going to find out on the way there. TJ, do you have anything? 2005 to 2008, the comic series ran. Okay. But they're telling me that Superman and Lois got married in 2015, which is bullshit because I know they got married in the 90s. I read that comic. I literally have the wedding album from the 90s. But maybe that wasn't canonical. Or maybe they like uncanonicalized that must it. That must be the, the rebooted Marion. Yeah. Let me just type, when did John Kent debut? Debut that will stop that problem. John Kidd is a fictional character appearing. Oh, maybe he didn't. Is it really just 2015 that he debuted? That's interesting. All right, maybe they didn't have a kid until 2015. Oh, TJ was wrong again. No, I wasn't. I said they had a kid and they definitely had a kid. No, but you said you were arguing like a I time said, period wise. I said, I said maybe they did. Oh, well, TJ was kind of wrong, guys. Woo. I was like, that's why I did the lookup because I wasn't sure. But yeah, that John Kent doesn't actually become a character until 2012. Okay, that makes sense. I'm just surprised he debuted after Damian Wayne, who was around this time that this movie came out. All right. Anyway, where was I? He Superman returns back to Earth after X amount of months away. No, I didn't get that far. I mean, he just left and then he does that, and then that's like literally the next scene. Oh, the next scene where he crash lands yes. on the planet for some reason Why? and bounces because he's getting weaker, TJ. So he can't he can't control his landing. Oh, now he's getting weaker. At yeah, the moment. he said he was gonna be weaker if, if he returns. If he returns. Anyway, so yeah, so yeah, he crash lands back after being away for months. I guess Candor has its new planet. We don't find out about that. I'm glad we don't find out. This, this storyline I don't care about. Uh, but Superman returns and. It looks like Metropolis was taken over, and how could this be? He goes to the Daily Planet, and apparently, two people have shown up and become new champions of Earth or trying to take over Earth. And there are were astronauts who got lost in space after before Krypton blew up. They are Bar L. It's a good thing I'm not gonna have a kid, TJ, because they're gonna have some dumbass names. I swear to you, man. You're Bar L, son of Marcus. It's like, Dad, you made names for a Superman character? Yes, a very no. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And you're so and so, whatever this lady's name is, your daughter. I can't find her name at all. Come on, TJ, find it. I can't find it. It's I need to name my daughter in this situation. Come on. It's not here. Like I see the name above Barrel is Kroll, and I don't think that's her name. It could be, because I remember him saying her name and it's like that's a weird name. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Let me go to the other. Let me get Unless that's her name, his name was Kroll. Yeah, he, she could be named Barrel. It might be. I know they're both L's. Don't know. Quark, Parasite, Compasses. Oh, yeah, in the com- comics, they mentioned that it, this is the 12 labors of Superman, you know, like Hercules and stuff. It's like, yes. The, the trials were a lot longer. And yes. Stuff. It doesn't say. I can't freaking find it. Whatever. Two L's. You're killing me, TJ. Two elves show up randomly from space after being lost. They followed somehow followed Superman's trajectory when he was a baby to here and showed up 40 years later. You okay? No. Why not? Because now I'm trying to read my notes and I don't know what this says. Okay. So he goes to them and he's like, hey, we're family, right? We're all good? He... Why is he trying to talk to them? They literally have been terrorizing people. Well, okay. He doesn't know they've been terrorizing them. It doesn't look like they've been terrorizing people. It looks like they're just trying to make their the planet their own. By, you know, freezing Metropolis? Yeah, but he's probably trying to like, get Superman. Like, okay, 
hey guys, same family, same planet. So like, you know, be cool and calm the f*** down. But, but they, it didn't seem like that. It seemed like, oh, look, we're family. I'm excited to see you. You know, we should yeah. work together. He's trying to start off with like a common bond. And then, you know, he's being a lawful good character hey what's up guys what's going on man the town's on fire kind of weird you know can we like chill the f*** out for a second and then that, that doesn't work you become the neutral crazy character well whatever they start fighting and they break the moon yeah exactly and that's where you become the chaotic evil well, f*** it let's just kill these guys they break the moon and then as they're fighting they just stop fighting because they start losing their powers because apparently they got kryptonite poisoning on their way from well, well first they took Krypton. over his house and everything you skipped over all that part they took over his house. They took over his house. They mentioned the Phantom Zone. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, man. I don't remember them taking over his house. Did you not, did you not watch the movie? I watched it. Yeah, he took, they took over. They go, he literally goes back to Fortress Solitude where they're already at. Oh. They knocked down the, yeah, they knocked down his statue of his parents. When you say, when you saw, said house, I was thinking of the Kent house. No, no. I mean, his like fortress. My bad. Uh, so like that's when you say house, I assume it is you're either talking about his apartment in Metropolis or the Kent uh, house. I don't this, think this guy is wealthy. He's got three places to live. I don't think he's paying for anything in that fortress. Exactly. Yeah, white people, man, colonizing a section of the planet, not even paying anything on it. Wow. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. I like Superman. Love Superman. It's my favorite character now. Anyway, so these L's are have kryptonite poison, and Superman can't save them. He said he'll find the clear, but he's probably going to be dead by then, so you guys could go in the Phantom Zone and live there forever, and, and maybe I'll find a cure later. How's that That's how's that help? Does it, does it like slow down time or some shit? Oh, it, you become incorporeal ghost almost in the Phantom Zone, and you don't age or die there. It's like a living hell. Oh, it's a... It's a um not paradox, no, purgatory. Kind of. It's more. It's more of a hellscape, though. Okay. Yeah. So they do that. They go in the Phantom Zone, and then Superman goes to Lex in prison and says, "You win. I'm dying. I admit it. Uh, now you should. I challenge you to do something good with all in that intelligence." And Lex just spits on, on the thing and says, ah, "Screw you." So and then something happens. It goes to Ma and Pa. Oh, that's what I wrote. I I thought I wrote Maga here. Just a, a little, like a little seizure of like nationalism, white pride nationalism, MAGA, and go back to Superman. <laughs> no, because I wrote the uh, end. I wrote mom and pa, but I wrote the I wrote the end symbol instead of the word. So that looked that looked like a G, and then I missed the P on the other one. So good. That's so good, TJ. I needed that. Matt. So yeah, he goes to visit his dad's. Dad's grave, and then his mom just is all just happening to show up at the grave too. Yeah, and they have a little bit of a moment here, and he doesn't tell his mom he's dying. Well, I, he do, I, I do have issues with that. Like, let your mom tell her you're like, "Hey, ma, I might not make it home again for tonight for dinner." And she fights him for supper too. Like, bro, he just flies away. Like, come on, treat your mom with respect. Now we cut over to Lex Luthor getting the electric chair, and they show it. He gets yeah. electrocuted in the electric chair. He's and for a moment, we're, mouth. we're supposed to think he's dead here. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, in my opinion, like, whenever they show a character's death like this, to kind of show like this, they're never dead. Yeah, it's true. This is where the, he also tells the priest that he's his irrationality, get out of my way, and stuff like that. So good. Love that line. But, of course, he's not dead. He had somehow had access to the Fortress of Solitude where Superman made his serum and he reversed the engineer, the serum, and he's taken it. Now he's got powers for 24 hours. And then we cut over to Superman's feeding. First, Superman's feeding the parasite, this electric shit. What? 
he's not he's Superman's feet. I'm watching it right now. So yeah, he Lex Luthor breaks it out and does the thing. But then we cut to Superman feeding the 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 sun sun eater some yellow goop. I guess he's he's making miniature suns on his cosmic anvil. No, that was earlier, which I think is the best thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. A cosmic like TJ, you know, awesome. That's like the most metalist thing I've heard in my fucking life. That's just so cool. But no, it's he's feeding it like a hose. He's like hosing out sun shit. I guess I don't know. Oh, he's cleaning out the pen. Oh, he's cleaning it out. Okay, like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, and then and the he's. Robot- and the robot says, "I could have, I could have done that." And he's like, "Nah, I'm dying. This is the oh, least I can do for so him." So good. And then he has like the most dramatically crazy he's, journal I've seen in my fucking life. Yeah, he's having a journal entry with a giant <laughs> stone book that is that gets the pages turned by a robot that he's writing in with his heat vision in Krypton. Why? Why to all of that? <laughs> Like, how self-serving of an ego thing. That's like something Lex Luthor would do with the power. Like, like what the fuck? I don't know. That's why I was my question the whole time is why? Why is this happening? But it's so, it's, it's like, it's so over the top of a why question. Like, sure. And I love it. Give me more of that crazy, stupid shit. It's like, where does he find the time? And then they drop one off that Lex Luthor was working with somebody yeah. this whole time out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And we get introduced to Solaris, who destroys suns by poisoning them, poisoning them and turning them blue so he can eat the sun or something. And then he becomes the sun. Mm-hmm. And But I guess he can create red sun waves. So he comes and he turns the Earth's, blocks out the Earth's sun to make sure that's the red sun. Because right? red sun is what Krypton had. And you don't they don't have powers under a red sun. Yes. Only under a yellow sun, Superman. Out. So Superman dresses up in a, like a white spacesuit. Oh, that's so good. So that he can't like... be affected by the red sun rays. <laughs> like these sentences I'm sounding <laughs> sound so stupid. But they're like the most sane parts when you see it. It makes even less sense. It's like what? <laughs> sure. And then he's so he's gonna go up and fly against it. But then the robots are like, "We're gonna do you." <laughs> it's like sure, robots. Why not? <laughs> Red caves on TJ. <laughs> so it's not like he forgets who looks the robots to tell us what the cape on. <laughs> I love this movie so much. <laughs> oh god! So Superman tells the robots they don't have to come, but they're like, "We have to come. We're loyal to you." One of them's going because he apparently was reprogrammed by Lex Luthor. He's got a tone for his sins. He's got a tone for his sins. For giving Lex Luthor Lex Luthor the formula. And so they all go up and they start fighting this son, the this Solaris. And then the robot breaks off one of his things. And then Superman beats him up and crash lands him to Earth. And then kills him. Yep. I was like, wow, he just killed a thing. He, he's like Oh wait, wait, first first you got Sun Eater comes up and gets killed. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Superman's kind of getting his butt kicked a little bit, and then the Sun Eater comes up, and he's like, yeah, Superman gives us big speech. Yep, Sun Eater. He's the your ultimate enemy, and he's going to tell hold you down, and then he just blows up the Sun Eater. I was like, no! I was so sad, honestly. Like, no. <laughs> and then he oh. crash lands the Solaris onto Earth and kills Solaris. After, it, it's, here's, here's a minor change that I remembered. Um, one... 
on the planet, Solara says mercy, and in the movies, Superman says, I have no mercy to give, and then kills him. Dialogue's a little different in the um, comic. comic. And he says, it's because instead Superman says, you'll live, and then does the same thing. So making it seem like the Solaris will survive it. Not here. It's like straight dead. Because Superman because Superman just kills things now, apparently. He's dying. So he's like, ah, I got no more rules left. Uh, and then... Mr. Luther. Oh, did I skip the scene where he goes to his nieces? We talked about it a little bit, but like... Oh, that's what you said, like, he mentioned he had someone helping him. Okay, yeah. So this is... I skipped the scene where he went to his, niece, his niece's apartment and just builds two robots and says, Here, I'm giving you robots to control for reasons. This is my backup plan. Okay. Does that ever come again later? Yeah, she's attacking the city with the robots. Oh, that's like so superfluous. Like, that's just a mean anything to me. But yeah, okay. I know. So <laughs> essentially, so essentially, the rest of it's just the climax where um, I'm just reading my notes. Super, Lex has superpowers, Superman has powers, they have, and they get into this giant fight, and Lex Luthor's, you know, it's, it's a climax. Lex Luthor gets the upper hand for a little while, and then, oh, Superman. Oh, God, I forgot about this part. There's so much in this movie, TJ. There's so, so much stories in this movie. So we established that Superman had an armory of weapons that could hurt yes. him earlier. Yes. One of them's a gravity gun. Okay. Oh, also, before the fight happens, Clark Kent shows up at the Daily Bugle and says, I got one last story. He types in, Superman said, he says, I saw, and then he dies. He he stops breathing and pants out, and everyone at the Daily Planet thinks he's dead, and then Lex shows up at the Daily Planet to get revenge on Perry White for exposing him as lion, which has got him executed, and, it, and then Clark just wakes up and says, okay, I'm Superman now, and no one notices it. Yeah, it's like, the f- he's, what? I was like, no, no, they all know he's Superman now, right? Like, he's gonna have to kill them all, so they all- Doesn't appear secret. that way. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm, sure, movie, sure. <laughs> anyway, so now it's the giant <laughs> fight. Like, and his niece got this stupid helmet on that controls the robots. And Lex is like, he beats up Superman. And he's winning. And he's like, ha ha, I win. <laughs> you can't stop me. And then Superman explains. Oh, is this, does he explain before or after he does his stupid speech where he can see that everything's connected and everything seems superfluous? He does it while that's happening. Okay, well, he's ex- now that he does this, he can see everything that Superman sees and sees how everything is connected. It's stupid philosophical bullcrap. Anyway, anyway, so Superman explains his stupid thing. So the gravity gun, since gravity and time, time? are connected. <laughs> Listen, T, there was time-traveling superheroes in the first part of this movie. You can't question shit at this point, really. I, I saw, said that was stupid, too. I know. <laughs> so, gravity and time are connected. So, when he hit Lex Luthor with the gravity gun, time sped up for him. Which is semi-factual. So, the 24 hours that he had is now done. And it's, yes. he, even though he only took it a couple hours ago. So now he doesn't have superpowers anymore. And that's it. He doesn't have superpower powers anymore. But like I said, he had a well, he had that all-awakening moment like, I'm the asshole. Like, yeah, you are the asshole. Yeah. Which is very un-Lex Luthor-y, like, but yes. whatever. In the comic, it was a little different. Because he just falls onto his knees in the movie. And Superman's like, aha, I win. You lose. Pretty much. But in the comics, Superman knocks him out. He punches him right in the face and, and and says, you know, pretty much saying you're the villain and stuff like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, uh, before Solaris died, he did poison the sun, betraying Lex Luthor. So, and Superman looks like he's about to explode from Shining bright like a diamond. Yeah, he's like cracks in his skin and stuff. So now he's got to go to the sun and fix it somehow. How's he gonna fix it, TJ? He's gonna go fly into it. Wait, what? <laughs> What's what explanation you have? That's like what happens. Like, okay, I'm just. I guess he's going to go explode in the sun, <laughs> and that's going to fix it. Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> oh, and then after that, we get like an epilogue. He goes flies in the sun, and that's the end of it. And then we get a little bit of an epilogue. In the comic, it says a year later. I don't know if it says that here or not. No, there's no time cards at all in this movie. So, yeah. So, we're in a park, and Jimmy comes up to him and says, hey, everyone's paying their respects at a funeral and Lois is like ah, I'm not going to that because he's not dead he's going to come back she's in denial yes she's but she's like a badly written this movie very badly written this movie yeah. yep she's just an object the worst kind like Superman she, at the beginning she says and she writes the in the paper Superman saves the planet for a super or a sunship for, before even happens because she just knows and she's in denial here she's been sexually harassed the whole movie so she's just been just used the whole movie as a plot point, like this is sad, Lois Lane. It's subjugated you to this. So sad. Yeah. So she said she's going to be back. And then we cut over to something that was the whole ending has been changed. Okay. So the scientist that we haven't seen since the beginning of the movie. Nope. Yep. Shows up at Lex's cell and Lex gives him his research that has Superman's DNA. He's like, decrypted his dna and stuff and pretty much says hey you can replicate you could make a new superman essentially but you're gonna need a, f- a fertile female egg and then he gets in the car and says huh they always wanted kids assuming that he's gonna go get lois's egg and ter- make super a new superman that way and then we get a flash of superman in the sun like fixing it fixing it right so in the comics it was a little different. We didn't get this whole Lex scene. Okay. Instead we got we got a, a this scientist like up in the space station in front of a giant bolt saying that had a giant S on it as if he's creating a new Superman. It was like I guess he had Lex's research, but they're not like going to create a kid for Superman. They're just creating a new one just in case. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that was different. And then, yeah, so it's assumed that Superman's still alive in the sun, and it looks like he's got machinery with it, so he's, like, keeping it going? Maybe? I don't know. None of it made any freaking sense. That's the end of this movie. That's the end of the movie. It just ends. Yeah, TJ. I'm glad you enjoyed the ride. I am so glad I enjoyed that ride. I was expecting nothing. Oh, I guess you didn't enjoy it. No, and as I was recapping it, I was getting angrier. And <laughs> I can tell right by listening to you right now, you seem like you just got less enjoyment out of it. Not reviewing yeah, it. no, I I did not like this movie. No, it's f- up about that. I thought I would hate it more as we reviewed it. No, I liked it even more now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, everything you're saying though, I. I 100% agree. Can't argue anything you're saying, because I thought the same thing about the movie. Like, okay, why this? Why that? How that happened? Where are these guys come from? What? It's like, but for some reason, it's like, you know, I don't care. <laughs> sure, movie. Tell me this shit's going on. <laughs> yeah, I just, I didn't like the comic itself either. So mm-hmm. it was like, I knew going in that I probably wasn't going to like this movie. <laughs> I was like, I didn't, and normally I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll reread the comic if I, even if I've read it before and stuff. But I was like, I don't, I, I can't bring myself to reread this comic. I didn't like it the first yeah. time around. And maybe the movie will do it better. And the movie did fine. 
mm-hmm. in, in adapting it, to be honest with you. There's a few changes, but nothing that would have like taken away from the story. Yes. But just not for me at all. Completely understandable. Can't fault you for that. I can't argue with you because... I understand. If I saw this on a different day, probably I'd be just as angry. Maybe I'd be probably like living to watch this movie. But it just this, this hit me right, man. It hit me. Uh, maybe because I just had a lot of like, there felt like a lot of like um, homages to the original just Christopher Reeves movies, and just maybe it, it felt like it was made with care in that aspect. But also, it felt lazy, and it just felt. I guess again, it just felt like a, a a showcase of Superman to a point. And, I, and it was. I just it, it was just too random, and not enough into the actual Superman stuff that you know. Yes, they could have put in there that was bothering me. It's like, yes. why are we focusing on these two time travelers running from a sphinx? <laughs> he didn't even good. come up with a good name for the sphinx. <laughs> it's ultra sphinx. It's so good. Oh my god, teacher! I loved every second of this movie. Well, I'm glad somebody did, uh, and yeah. you're apparently you're not the only one. So, but like, I, I but that's weird to me because I can definitely admit that every every issue you have this movie, you're you're valid, and so I don't get how this movie's popular because this is not this is technically not a good movie. It's not a good story. It's just like just it is super flawed. So so like. I'll give you the IGN review. They gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. They praised the visuals, but they said there are too many threads, too many characters, too yes. many detours down paths that don't amount to yep. much in the end. And it's true. Like, this is all good, like, basis for different stories. Like, they can make 10 movies out of this movie. And there's another um, review that said they didn't like some of the changes from the adaptation that um, said that Superman involved Superman killing or allowing others to die. But yeah. Still said it was a highly enjoyable movie and one of the best DCs all friends so far. Okay, so I don't care about these guys. What do you rate this, TJ? What do you feel about this movie for your final verdict? I think I'm at a five. Oh, that's not bad. It's not a bad movie. I'm judging the movie based on the movie. Like, I don't like the story. Well, if you had to give your own personal feeling after sitting through that one review and then reviewing it, like, what would you give for your personal? I don't know. I'm not... I'm. See, my problem is... I. I'm not really judging the movie. I didn't like the comic is my part of it. Okay. I'd probably give the comic a lower score, honestly. Really? What'd you get the comic then? I'd probably be at a four with the comic because I just didn't like it. I didn't like the way they do it. I didn't get it at all. There are better like ways to spotlight Superman. Like This didn't show me anything about Superman. It just... Like, okay, Superman's dying, so now he's going to be a selfish dick and just do what he wants to. Yeah. Like and why then, did it why did it take him this long to go find a planet to colonize for Kandor? Exactly. Because he's so preoccupied with other bullshit because he takes everything on for himself. So everything else becomes like side missions but they should clearly be the main mission. And I, I just But yes, I agree. Like it just and like I said, it just felt like Okay, I'm telling Lois Lane my identity so that Lex Luthor can find out about the serum later. But I know he's going to find out about the serum later, so this is what I'm going to do instead. Yes. I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Uh, that's but fair. That's fair. Let's get. Let's end on a positive note, then. What's the positive note? What's your score? I don't know. I don't know, TJ. I'm very conflicted. Because logical side of me says give, this give isn't me, good. So give, like, me, give me an unbiased and a biased score. Okay. 
unbiased technical critical side of me like realistic marcus like if i came in like as a critic critic like this would be like a probably a three just because of all the like you can't set up all these stories and like just do the thing you did with them and like go nowhere with most of them like it's like that's not good this is not good this is not good storytelling this is generally not good storytelling it's lazy so i'll give it a three but happy go lucky i love this movie so for some weird reason because it hits all the nostalgia and just I don't even have nostalgia for the movie. I saw the, the Crystal Reese movies for this podcast, like, what, a year ago now? Yeah. Two years, whatever this movie comes whatever he comes out. So that would probably be, honestly, DJ, either an eight or a nine. Swear to God. Well, which one is it? Is it an eight or a nine? I don't know. I don't know. Probably a nine, honestly. Okay. Damn near perfect, because <laughs> it's just so fun to me. So a nine for my happy feelings, but it's three for like critic me. Okay. So what's that? Three of nine or twelve divided by so it's a six out of ten. If I had <laughs> if I had to do the average, just like it's a six out of ten. Which I think it's fair. I mean, you're allowed to have any score you want yeah. at your score. So three on a bad day, nine on a good day, on the average, it's a six for Mark. So you would recommend this movie. I would. I genuinely would. I would, I would preface this to a preface to everybody. Don't overthink it. It's just a it's like a fun shit. And just enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We've gone about two hours on this. Let's end. Um, up, up, and away. Mm-hmm.